Give your loved ones the gift of warmth and happiness with an original Miki Couture blanket. Whether you need a gift for your family, co-workers, or friends, they all need to stay warm and cozy this holiday season. Our incredibly soft blankets are the perfect gift to celebrate the holidays at any budget. Show them how much you care with a blanket from Miki Couture that will be remembered forever. Begin your holiday shopping at softminkyblankets.com or your nearest Miki location. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. Today's episode is brought to you by BUSR.com. You know, everyone always asks me where they should bet, and now I got a solution for them. BUSR.com slash Paul. You deposit $100, they'll match your $100 in free bets, so you basically get $200. Go check it out. BUSR.com slash Paul. What's up? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Today, we got a guest host, Aaron Burrell, and our special guest today is the number one O-lineman in the country in high school, Tyler Booker. Tyler, how's it going? Appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to do this with you guys. Yeah, I got had to have you on, CT boy. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> yeah. First off, just congrats on committing to Alabama. Um, so what, what was that like to finally get it over with and commit? Thank you. And to commit to Alabama is really a dream come true for one, but two, it's like taking that monkey off my back. You know, it was just all the stress left my shoulders as I announced it. And I was recruited by a lot of other great schools, schools that I could have been great at, but I feel like Alabama puts me on the best path. You know, I, I'm personally, uh, I, I was hoping that you was going to go to my, my favorite school. Uh, you'll be competing against them. I always, obviously, <laughs> I'm going to be rooting for you, you know, you do your thing. But, uh, you know, what was it? Obviously, you said, you know, preparing for the next level and, and just preparing. Uh, I know, you know, whenever, I, whenever I've studied the, the Bama way, if you will, is, is, you know, it's very much about, you know, doing your job. And you're coming from a program at IMG that, you know, it, it, I think it personally, I think it's the closest thing you could get in high school. Uh, to being at that, how has IMG helped prepare you, uh, you know, for, for the next step? It's helped prepare me tremendously as far as athletically, um, mentally, and just as a man, just growing up and being independent and being on my own and being prepared for the next level, which is college, and preparing me to make an instant impact. And IMG is the closest thing that you can get to Bama at a high school. And the same reason why I chose to go to IMG, the same reason why I'm choosing to go to Bama best competition during the game, but better competition during practice. And um, just a constant commitment to excellence from top to bottom. When I was at Bama, I just felt like everybody was committed to me being great from the training staff to academics, to the weight staff, to the coaching staff, most of all. Everybody really wanted to see me be great. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, Like, what are your expectations uh, when you go to Alabama? Um, so my expectations for the spring is to really just learn. Um, I'm, I'm going to start my freshman year. I like to speak things into existence. So I will start my yeah. freshman year. The way that I go about that is just, um, just learning, you know. I don't earn my starting spot in the spring. I earn it in fall camp. So just learning the offense, learning the playbook, learning what Coach Ron has to teach me, and just being me because being me got me this far. Um of course, I have things to master, things to improve upon, but 
being me has got me this far. So not much to change. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, you've seen a lot too. I know we've known about you since eighth grade. Uh, <laughs> you know, so like we're not new to this. We, you know, we've really <laughs> been following your career, seeing you growing and, and taking off so far. Uh, with that being said, I know you went to Bergen Catholic in Jersey. Now you're down to IMG. I was like, you know, different surroundings in different states and, you know, your Connecticut, your CT boy, been at Jersey, seen, you know, you've seen really some of the best states when it comes to high school football that, that there is, you know, New Jersey's a, is a powerhouse. I'll be, I'm from Florida, so I'm obviously okay. always going to pick up Florida football, you know, <laughs> growing up, you see it. So how is, how is seeing all that, you know, helped you improve, improve your game over the years? It's, it's helped me so much, really just being emerged in so many cultures. And a big part of the reason why I went to Bergen was the culture of football in Connecticut. Um, this is something I hope to change, but football isn't taken as seriously. And the closest thing to a major football state was New Jersey. So I went there and it was everything that I expected, everything that I wanted. Like football was the main attraction, you know. I remember going to game, going to the rival team's games when we had an off night. And I would just walk in. Everybody be like, oh my gosh, that's Tyler Burke. That's Tyler Burke. Oh my gosh, that's Tyler Burke. He goes to Bergen Catholic and plays as a freshman. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what? How do these people know me? I'm not even from New Jersey. I haven't even met anyone. But like, that's just a test to the culture. And then coming down to IMG was to be among the best. Um, I want to compete among the best, against the best. And that's helped me go against the top talent from like I played in all the top days. I played against Hoover in Alabama. I played against Grayson in Georgia when I was at Bergen Catholic. I played against Duncanville in Texas. So whatever the, this country has to offer, I'm, I'm up to the challenge and just because of the path that I've taken so far. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know you, I think, I think you know now that I'm from, from West Haven, I saw your pin tweet and you said, once again, I'm not from Philly or New Jersey. I'm from New Haven, Connecticut. So why is it important? Why is it important for you to rep your city and state? Just because I know there's not a lot of talent, just out, even outside of sports, that from New Haven that makes it on a national stage. So whenever I know I'm going to be on a national stage, even a global stage. So there's no point of having success if you can't bring the people that you grew up with with you. So I'm trying to bring the whole with me because when people see Turner, they think, oh, he's from New Haven. Do you see his pen too? Like you said, people are going to thank New Haven even more. So I'm just trying to raise my platform and at the same time raise the platform of New Haven Connecticut as well. So obviously, you know, putting on for, for your city is, first of all, I, I, I respect the hell out of it. Like, you know, just I'll always respect that. But, you know, there's, there's young kids now who are watching you and they're going to be rooting for you all the way. What advice would you have to the next kid who's like, you know what, I want to follow Tyler Booker's path and I want to be the next Tyler Booker. What advice would you give them? Trust the process, you know, believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody will. You really have to truly believe it. Like I said earlier, I'm going to start as a freshman at Alabama and that's me manifesting. You have to manifest what you want and along with manifestation has to become, has to come hard work, has to come just belief and yeah, just belief in yourself because there were a lot of times when people called my dad crazy for taking me all the way to Alabama for the football camp. They're like, oh, you don't need to do that. Just let him work out at Gulf Street. Let him work out at Bowling Field. Um, 
but now it all paid off. So tr really trust the process, believe in yourself, and work for, work for what you want. Yeah, those are the dopest pictures. Like I saw you tweet out when you were uh, I, a little kid, and then <laughs> next to Nick Saban, and with the one from yeah. this year. So that, that was awesome. Now I gotta ask: Did he? Do you think he remembered you or not? Nah, he didn't. He, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, I don't blame him because he. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he sees a million does, people. Per year. Those, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he does two of those camps, and there's like 500 kids each camp. Yeah. The 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 interactions like, hey, what's your name, son? Oh, yeah. nice smile. Hey, what's your name, son? <laughs> yeah, nice smile. And it's just like that. He just he just rap. Um. Runs through everyone. Uh, yeah. So you know, uh, before before this, we were just talking about uh, mental health, and one thing that has stood out to me, uh, especially earlier, or actually now it's last year, these years, especially since the pandemic, it's all feeling like one big year. But uh, last year, one thing that stood out to me was just I, I feel like you have a maturity that's well beyond your years, and even just before this, we were just talking about mental health, and you were talking about you know sports psychology. Could you give people a little bit of, you know, insight into that? Because I was just having a conversation, you know, as we were just saying off camera uh, about the importance of mental health. I was an athlete. Uh, I played division one soccer. And when I was done, I went through a whole transition of like, who am I? You know, what life, you know, life is different. And, and obviously you're still in it, but you already have that head step of knowing that. And to me, that that's extremely impressive, you know, outside of the numbers and, and you monster on the field like everybody knows that but outside of that 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 to me is one of the most impressive things so one i guess i would start with where where does that come from like you know is that something that comes naturally to you and uh where do you hope to you know take take your your learning with psychology and how do you hope hope to help people so my awareness with mental health really starts with my mom because she's just a very knowledgeable person she she can sense when something is up with my siblings and i so she always asks what was on our mind if there was anything that we would like to talk about. And she just always explained the importance of mental health to us. So that's when it started. And when I got to IMG, that's when the journey of, my journey of including my mental health within my game really took off because at IMG, there's, we have a lot of mental coaches, mental training coaches, shout out Coach Rangel. And we just went over some techniques and we um really just talked about what it meant to be an athlete and we prepared ourselves for when things don't go right in the game and how we respond um just, just a lot of mental training and the a practice that i use i've taken and i'll use for the rest of my life is visualization so what i did before every game whether it be in my hotel room if we're away or in my dorm uh black out the room put a towel over my head and i close my eyes and i merge myself into the game that i'll be playing in a few hours so I think about how tight my gloves are, how tight my cleats are, what my sleeve feels like on my arm, what the tape feels like, what my mouthpiece tastes like, um, the headband on my head, how how tight my helmet is, um, what the feel smells like. I think about the people in the crowd. I think about what it hears like. So what what I hear, what it sounds like. So I'll just fully immerse myself into the environment of the game. And then once I'm there, once I'm in the game, I'll close my eyes and I'm, I'm even doing it right now. I just got my stance a little bit, so I'm closing my eyes and I'm thinking about running through plays. So we got inside zone, so I'm going to 
take these steps. We got outside zone. We're going to take these steps. I was pass play. I'm going to kick set like this. Oh, he has an inside foot back. I know he's going to take either three steps upfield and then jabbing or jabbing right away. Oh, that safety is capped over. I know that linebacker is going to come down. So all that is going through my head, and I'm putting myself through a whole game pretty much, but mentally. And my whole body, my body's fine. I don't have any injuries from practice. It's like playing the game before I actually played the game, and that gives me a one-up on my opponent because I've done it all before. And I remember the – I've been doing it since preseason last year, but it went, I really mastered it towards the end of the season. And one thing I vividly remember, I remember um, it was outside zone. It was – I forget the name of the player. Chance play, but but um, outside zone. I know my block, my block was key because we're gonna hit outside and I'm playing right tackle. So I remember my coach telling me always, oh, you gotta get your, you gotta get your foot here. Your foot placement is key. You gotta bring your left foot through, and then you really gotta get them. So that's one of the first plays on my highlights. When I'm playing Miami Northwestern, I took a perfect step, perfect second step, got him, got under his pass, pancaked him. Running back takes it all the way for a touchdown, and. It's just proof, and that was my – I thought I was so – I was unstoppable that game. That was probably my best game of the year. My coach graded me out at, at a 100, so really no mistakes. And I, I just went off I went off in that game, and that's because I really sat down and played the whole game within my head. So that, just, that mental training and that – using your mind as a weapon is special. You got me mind-blown. You're, you're going to the league. <laughs> like, like that was that was crazy. I felt like I was in the game. I felt like I was in the game with you. I'm a Bucks fan, so right. Hey, and that's a good opponent to have have your best game. You said Northwestern. Yeah, Miami who, Northwestern. Miami Northwestern. Yeah, for for those who aren't from Florida, that's that's another Florida powerhouse uh, as well. Home of a lot of a lot of legends. Now, now, like I told you, I'm from West Haven, so I know your uncle Eulish. Uh, what yeah. what has he helped you? Like, how has he helped you on the journey so far? Oh, and for really the, just, wait, hold on. For those who don't know, he was in the NFL and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So my uncle, I was, he was, he's just always tried to coach me up as if I was years ahead. So when I was in Little League, he coached me as if I was in high school. So now whenever I talk to him, he talks to me like I'm in the league. So a big thing that he taught me, he really taught me how to practice. And what I mean by that, he, he told me to, I forgot what he said exactly, but it just changed my mindset of practice. He said, go hard, but don't overexert yourself. And I feel like I would do that a lot in practice. Um, I would burn myself out. So I'd be, so I, I, I just go extra hard. Like, but you still, I still go hard in practice, but it, it's different. I just learned how to practice. I really channeled my emotions during practice. I approach practice like a game physically when I'm supposed to practice, approach practice like a game mentally. So even when I'm not in now, since he's like instilled that, instilled that in me, I take ghost reps. So if I'm if I'm not in, if, even if I'm just scout team defenses, um, scout team offices up, I'll stand behind the left or right tackle and I'll walk through his steps with the play. I'll get the play and I'll go like 10 or 20 yards back and I'll watch the play unfold and do what I would do in the play. So just learning how to practice and um, just watching film, picking up on tendencies. Something else he taught me when I was playing defense is just understanding down and distance. So that helps me on the offensive side of the ball so I could just mentally prepare myself for what kind of play we're getting. I'll predict the play. I'll joke with my guard. I'll be like, I'll bet 
five dollars is gonna be a pass right here. Or I'll call I'll call the exact play. I bet you five dollars you're gonna call um thirty eight. I bet you five dollars gonna call thirty eight. And we that's what we call just based on down the distance and play calling Tennessee. So just really not knowledge of the game. He's yeah. just just knowing the game of football. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And I know you know like the bit like football is a business and stuff like that. So I'm sure you've seen all these NIL deals. Um, like what are your what are your thoughts on that stuff? Uh, my main thoughts are just making myself attracted to those companies who would like to um, partner with me. And by doing that, I need to be effective on the field before I do anything else. Yeah, so that means sure. that means I need to have a I need to have a great senior year. Um, continue to build upon the good brand I have right now, make it great, and just become more impressionable, more likable for people. So I so I'm more attractive for these brands. I think I think you might be changing the changing the game for O linemen. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, right. that, that's my main goal. I'm tired of offensive yeah. linemen being seen as the grunts, the yeah. guys who are always blocking, getting them the credit. Like, no, I want to shine too. I want, I want my face to be on ESPN too. I want, I want to be on the sports in the top ten too. So that's really my mission. For sure, for sure. All right, you ready for some fun questions? Let's do it. Let's do All it. right, what's your what's your favorite song right now? My favorite song is John by Lil Wayne featuring Rick Ross. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Uh, that you mentioned like Lil Wayne and Rick Ross is uh, I was talking to a, a, a dude in the league the other day and he was like in the locker room now he's becoming one of the older dudes. So dudes don't really want to listen to like Lil Wayne. They just yeah. really want to listen to like Lil Baby or like uh-huh. they he's like, nah, Drake, even he's like even Drake, they consider like, oh, that's old head music. Like, so that's interesting to hear old. that. Like, yeah, I, I like a lot of old school music. So like, some of my favorite rappers are Jay Z. I love Jay Z's music. And I love Jay Kiss's music. Um, Tupac, Biggie, of course. I listen to the Wu Tang Clan a lot. N.W.A. So I just love that area because it was just it was just mean. It was just punch you in the mouth. Music, you know, <laughs> I like, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that what you listen to before the game? Just get ready. Like, what's what's the pregame? Uh, one song you got to listen to pregame? No Vaseline. Oh, no Vaseline set? No, no Vaseline. But Ice Cube? Yeah, no Vaseline. Hit him I, up. I feel sorry for whoever lined up. Oh. Straight there. I got to listen to those. Those are just make it go. Mm. Just going in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you taken any of the Florida music yet? Or or are you still? Yeah, I like you know. Kodak. I like I like Kodak. I like Rod Wave. I like some okay. of the newer Florida rappers. I really haven't gone. To like the old school Florida rappers and things of that nature. Okay. Cause when I first when I first moved, I went to in, in Connecticut. When I first moved up there, I was playing all the Florida joints. Everybody was like, nah, bro, you gotta <laughs> cut this off. We don't need this. <laughs> it took me a while, but so, I like it now. Okay. What was what was like a, a, a well, like what was the most interesting part of like your transition moving to Florida? Like outside of football, outside of school, just being in Florida. Was it the weather being hot all the time or um everything was a lot slower so i was i'm i was used to being around people from down south because i went to the alabama camps a lot you know i just played in a bunch of all-star games went to a lot of camps so there will be a lot of southern boys there but just every everything moves a lot slower down here it's like oh, you know so just being up north you got you got places to be everybody's walking fast yeah. <laughs> i'm walking in the mall and people are strolling looking around like you know i have specific stores i want to hit up as soon as I get to the mall, but they're like, nah, we'll hit them on the way, just just buy. 
I say I say people are drunk. Like, why is everyone so bothered and pressed for time? Like, everyone, come on, yeah. bro, I gotta go. Like, man, you gonna get there? You be all right. for a lot more <laughs> You picked up on the Florida slang yet? Call anybody a jit on the field after you pancake them? Like, sit down, jit. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't call anybody jit. But like, when I'm when I'm around everybody, I won't. So my mom will be like, "Stop talking like that." I'll be like, "What you talking about?" So I say, "Talking about." I say, "I'll say finna." Uh, yes, so, sir. So just, just, just like how they talk. Okay. My sister said something. Be like, you don't even know that. Like you and me. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> like, where did you get that from? You're from New Haven, Connecticut. Like that's, that's not you. <laughs> uh, that's... All right. Well, speak, speaking of that, what what is your favorite pizza in New Haven? Modern. All right. What's your modern. what's your how how would you rank them? Like modern Pepe's, Sally's. So I haven't had Sally's in a while. I haven't had Pepe's in a while either. Because whenever I come home, I always have time to hit once. I get modern all the time. All right. Modern number one. I'm I'm for it. And then if I don't hit modern, I hit up Pizza House. Pizza House isn't as global as the other two, but you got to check them out. It's by Yale. All right. It's right by downtown. I got you. Through New Haven. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think like this is this is crazy. Like you really, you really, you you out here in, in IMG, like you live in have you gotten to like interact with all the other athletes at IMG? Because like I said, I used to play soccer and I used to go down to IMG and we would play at IMG. Beautiful facilities. Yeah. And basketball obviously is, is crazy there. Football, soccer, you know, y'all got it all. Have you, mm-hmm. you know, gotten a chance to interact with everybody? And yeah, yeah, a few people. So the the mo- the way I act most people is just through school. Some of my best friends here outside football, like Jet Howard, his dad is the head coach at Michigan, right? Jamal Howard. Okay. Like, I'm close to him. Yeah, Eric Daly, he's a he's a top basketball recruit. Jairus Walker, um, he's going to be top pick in the draft. And then baseball, Elijah Green, next year he's going to be <laughs> – he's, he's going to get drafted next year. So just building relationships with other top athletes and just taking parts of their game and – and putting them into mind. So just noticing how Jairus and all the other basketball players, when I first got here, um, the April of my freshman year, just seeing how they always put in extra work, mm-hmm. showed me, I was like, oh, I could do it too. Let's like, let's go. So I started putting in extra work like them. So just being able to be around other like-minded individuals who who prioritize greatness. Yeah, networking like, is key. So you're doing doing it right. What about what do, what do, what do you like to do in your free time when you're not focused on football? Um, I'm not focused on football. Probably playing video games, watching TV, watching watching something on. Um, what what games you something. playing? I play Madden, Madden a lot. I'm trying to figure out how to play MLB because when I was home, my little brother was whooping my tail because he knew how to play. <laughs> see, see, I, I have his number in Madden, but MLB I can't touch him. I can't touch the kid. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to figure out how to play now. Play 2K at all? Or um, nah. I'm trying to I'm trying to hold myself off on buying new games until I get the next gen college. So trying to save up a little bit. I hear you. I hear you. Smart man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Tyler. Well, we appreciate you coming on. And uh could you let the follow listeners where they could follow you at? Um, yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram at tbook dot underscore. You guys can find me on Twitter at I am Tyler Booker. This episode has been brought to you by BUSR.com. 
Go check it out to get your free $100 bet when you deposit $100 at BUSR.com slash Paul. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.